shortly after I turned 30 last year, I was decidedly not thriving. I've alluded to this tragedy before, but exactly one week after my 30th birthday, I tore my Achilles. It was like the universe's way of ungracefully ushering me into a new decade. Then, maybe three weeks later, I went through a breakup. Welcome back. We are here for another episode of Interstates and Heartbreak, a podcast that is all about the shared experience of dating and relationships. And this is a big week, at least for me, because at the time that you're listening to this, I will no longer be 30 years old. I will officially be 31. And I just have to say, like, there is truly something different about turning 31. Rewinding 10 years ago to my 21st birthday, I rang it in by going to the bars at midnight, finally using my real ID for the first time, and honestly kind of feeling like I was getting side-eye from all the bouncers who were thinking, didn't we just see you here a couple days ago with a different ID? Fast forward to present day, I had to make what I can honestly and sadly say was an urgent target run to the store across the street for me the night before my birthday, literally right before closing time. The one thing that didn't change is that I still felt like I was getting side-eye from the people working at the establishment, but this time they were thinking, didn't we just see you here a couple days ago, also at closing time? And to the Bruco bouncers and the Target employees, the answer to both of your questions is yes. So, you know, going back to the fact that my birthday just passed, I know what you're thinking. You're embarrassed because you didn't get me a gift or even a card. But honestly, I'm a pretty low-maintenance girl, so it's pretty easy for you to make it up to me. So if you listened to my last solo episode, Hinge Cringe, which I think you definitely should if you have not already, or if you follow me on Instagram, you may know that I recently launched a Patreon, and there are three levels that you can sign up for. One is like VIP, like I'm trying to go to the champagne room status, but instead of private dances, I'm giving out private dating app coaching sessions. The second level is perfect if you're nosy, impatient, or both, because I release my Sunday episodes a day early, and I leave in certain discussions that don't make it to the main feed. Honestly, if I ever have time, I may retroactively add uncut early episodes that have some real juice, so those of you who are really looking for more detail can get that fixed. And then the third tier, the third tier is if you're just looking to support me for my birthday or otherwise for the price of a cup of coffee a month. And this isn't like the NPR pledge drive where they say it's the price of a cup of coffee and then you realize that they're citing intelligentsia prices. This is legit like gas station level coffee support. So truly, it could not be easier for you to sign up so we can all put this embarrassing scenario of you forgetting my birthday behind us. Just go to patreon.com slash interstates and heartbreak. And if you haven't visited Patreon before, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Anyway, now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's get into the real reason why we're here for what you've probably at this point realized is a solo episode. This is actually the first time that I've done two in a month. Usually we're on like a one to two per quarter cadence, but I will say my birthday this year felt like a good time for reflection, and I thought, what better outlet than this? So like I mentioned at the start, I'm not 30 anymore, so the title of this episode isn't exactly a perfect fit, 
Part of my motivation to include this is to get it out of my system because obviously I didn't have a full birthday celebration last year. I didn't get to go full chug and somehow incorporate this 13 going on 30 reference into my party theme. I didn't even get to buy the copycat version of the dress that Jenna Rink wears to the poise party that I've legitimately seen on Instagram. But the other motivation is behind the fact that shortly after I turned 30 last year, I was decidedly not thriving. I've alluded to this tragedy before, but exactly one week after my 30th birthday, I tore my Achilles. It was like the universe's way of ungracefully ushering me into a new decade. If only I'd had a Patreon back then, maybe the universe could have just signed up for a membership as a late birthday gift instead of that, but here we are. So that was one thing to deal with. Then, maybe three weeks later, I went through a breakup. And the same weekend of that breakup is when LA went back into lockdown and closed all restaurants. So all these things happened within like four to five weeks of turning 30, and it just felt like a super isolating trifecta because I'd ended this relationship that is oftentimes the source of a lot of your companionship and a lot of your support, and any social activities with friends were essentially cut off. We couldn't go out to eat anywhere. It was winter, so by the time we got off work and could sit outside and do a picnic somewhere, it was like pitch black and freezing, at least by LA standards. And then even when the weekends came around, I couldn't go on a hike during the day because I literally couldn't walk. So decidedly not thriving, like I said before. Fast forward to present day, and I'm now in a relationship, and my Achilles has finally healed. I officially graduated from physical therapy at the start of September. And in the case of my Achilles, one of the biggest milestones in that recovery was the first time that I played tennis again, about eight months after my initial tennis injury. And I remember some friends commenting that I was brave to return to playing the same sport that landed me in this physical hellscape in the first place. And if I'm being honest, there was a large part of me that was hesitant. After my surgeon clarified that surgery wouldn't speed my recovery rate or lower my likelihood of re-tearing my Achilles down the line, I opted for non-surgical recovery. So when I finally made it back on the court, it was under the assumption that the physical therapy I'd been doing up until that point was sufficient. And it really required me to honestly evaluate whether I'd actually put in enough work to strengthen my Achilles enough in preparation for the task that had caused it to quite literally buckle under the pressure before. In a way... I view the trust that I put back into my relationship as a similar light that I do the trust I put into my Achilles. And so what I mean by that is a few months after that aforementioned breakup, I reconnected with this person with the expressed intent to give dating each other another shot. The difference is I didn't have a professional who could evaluate the situation and say, well, you have an equal chance of heartbreak if you pursue this versus if you decide to explore other people. So I really just had to kind of make this decision on my own. And in the time between that initial conversation that put the idea of rekindling things back on the table and the final decision to kind of dive back in and make things official again, I was doing much of the same evaluation that I'd done post-injury. Were the discussions that we'd had up until that point effective? Had we put in enough work to sufficiently strengthen our connection in preparation for a relationship that had buckled under pressure before? Without knowing what the future holds, I do know that as I go into 31, I'm happily out here playing tennis when I can, and I'm also happily exploring this relationship, neither of which would be the case if I'd blindly closed myself off to both experiences without evaluating present circumstances, simply because they resulted in pain and disappointment in the past. And before anyone distills this solo episode down to universal advice to give your ex another try, that is not what we're saying. 
I just want to end by saying that one of the things that's helped me grow over the past year has been the ability to holistically evaluate a situation and subsequently trust myself to use those evaluations to make the best decision for me, even if that decision is one that seems scary at the time. So all in all, trust your gut, don't let fear run your life, and always stretch before you play tennis, just in case. And on that note, thanks again for tuning into another episode. Remember, you can get these a day early on Patreon, and you can always find the podcast on Instagram at Interstates and Heartbreak, or you can find me on Instagram at Leslie Nope, L-E-S-L-I-E-G-N-O-P-E. Bye. Let's be exclusive. Subscribe to Interstates and Heartbreak wherever you listen to podcasts for more firsthand stories about the unglamorous side of dating in Los Angeles. And while you're at it, you can write me a love letter with a rating and review on Apple. See you next Sunday.